This is an Eva Burrows College podcast. The content covered here is intended for students enrolled in Eva Burrows College courses and is part of a larger learning context. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hello and welcome to the Financial Literacy Educator podcast. This is the first and we'll probably have others to follow, but I thought it might be a good idea to address some of the questions and difficulties that students have had in a podcast so everyone can listen to the answers. Firstly, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of this country and the caretakers, the elders, past, present and emerging, wherever you are in this country. And we have students right across the country as well. The first question we have is, it's getting colder, should we discuss energy saving ideas with clients? And if so, what is the best way to go about it? This question is probably for those in the cooler climates. However, we also discuss energy saving ideas maybe in regards to air conditioner use in the warmer climates. And it's a good question because last uh, year, at the beginning of the English winter, the largest energy provider in Britain had to release an official apology for the advice that they gave on their website. And we've probably all had lists of ideas that we can hand out to clients or we have gathered in our minds ready to to write for our clients in the future ideas of how they could save on energy use. Now have a think about how you would actually give this to a client because it's a very good question. If it's just something that's released generally to every client that you just hand out willy-nilly or put on a website How could that be taken by some people? For instance, this company, there weren't terribly controversial things said. They had advice such as cuddle your pets, put on an extra jumper, eat warm porridge. These were things that possibly we've all done at times in cooler climates. However, Think about your actual client reading this. Your client may be in a situation where they've had to give up their pet or forgo uh, getting another pet because they can't afford it. They might be allergic to porridge. There are a number of reasons why somebody might read something on a generic list of ideas to save on bills that might trigger them in the sense of, oh my god, you know, bring out an emotional reaction because of something that they've gone through. The best way, therefore, to make suggestions, to help people cut down on their bills, is to actually get to know them. And that's where the financial literacy worker comes in. You'll get to know people and you need to do that. It's very important to understand what their approach is to their bills to give personally targeted uh, advice at the right time. So yes, a list is a great idea, but when you hand that to somebody, you need to have already discussed some of those things on the list. You need to have already 
let them know that this is a list that might have lots of things that do not apply to them, that it's a list of a lot of different ideas, and maybe not even give them the list at all. Maybe just pick up a few of those things that they might be able to do. Remember that a lot of the clients that we see are going to be under a lot of stress. And stress, as we know, leads to bad decision-making. Bad decision-making can sometimes add to the financial stress that they're under. And they can be in a vicious cycle. And the best way, the very best way that you can help them get out of that is by a personalised approach. And the only way you're going to be able to give a personalised approach is to get to know your client. To put aside your values, to put aside what you would do in that situation because you are not this person, you do not go home to their situation. And to find out what they are doing and how they could make small adjustments and actually discuss how they might do that and follow it up the next meeting to see how they went with that. So it's very targeted, very personalised approach. This personal approach will rely on, as I said, getting to know your client and understanding what their strengths are. The second question I had segues into this very well and I'll address it in a following podcast. But it's more about how we actually help a client take up those suggestions. And we call this approach a strengths-based approach. So looking at what strengths the client has. We'll talk about that more in answering the second question that I have in a second podcast. Okay, thanks for listening everyone. Bye for now.